Before we get into the podcast, be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at This Strange World Podcast and on Twitter at This Strange Pod. Welcome back to This Strange World. I'm Leah. I'm Gavin. And I'm Chris. I You almost got caught in the middle of a yawn right during that, but I'm glad that you saved it. <laughs> I just felt the need to acknowledge that. How are you guys doing? New week, new cryptid. What's lit? What's litty? I don't know. I'm excited for today's cryptid. Yeah. So this is the sixth episode. It'll be um. Oh my god. What was the, uh, what was the pun that you said? At <laughs> Chris, we're trying to intro here. Trying to do the intro, Chris. Not an ASMR. <laughs> um. What did you say? last time that was like the pun that was like you'll be on cloud nine is that what you said yeah i'm ready to be on cloud nine this is the sixth episode this is like two i i get i was about to say is it okay to say how many episodes yeah well there's nine main episodes and then bonus episodes because you know how we love bonus episodes but so this is like what two thirds of the way through the season guys Mm -hmm. crazy we could say how many episodes there's the nine there's the nine main categories and so this is number six um the first time we're really taken to the skies hey oh my god we've god. already been taking it to the skies though gavin i would say this podcast has been oh has well been i meant this lion high oh no i'm just also making more jokes you're just saying us in general i'm just saying jokes that's fair we're flying uh, high. although i will say not we're the last soaring. time not the last time we're taken to the skies hey gavin Jeez. you should Jeez. be doing these uh these puns not us no, we all got to do our own. Everyone's got to survive of the fittest with their puns. So mm-hmm. I'll let you get right into it, Leah. You're talk- tell us what you're talking about. Today, we are talking about atmospheric beasts slash cryptids. So that'll be really Ooh. interesting. So for those of you that don't know what a cryptid is, even though we've been kind of putting oh, yeah. the definition for the past, what is it, five episodes... According to Merriam-Webster, a cryptid is an animal such as Sasquatch or the Loch Ness Monster that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. Thank you for clarifying that it was from uh, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, because we every time. (laughs) Well, it could be from the Oxford Dictionary. Or from Dictionary.com. Or Dictionary.com. Or I'm sure there's plenty of, I mean, how many dictionaries do you think there really are? How many do we need? We should make a dictionary. Uh, this strange world dictionary? Yeah. A strange dictionary? A strange dictionary. Only strange stuff. I'm also going to apologize to the listeners. My voice is sounding a little wacky today, so um, try not to make fun of me. <laughs> I, no offense, I thought you were going to apologize for any mispronunciation. Oh <laughs> my god, I couldn't, I couldn't even say the word mispronunciation. <laughs> oh my god. Although, I don't know if you have that many hard words. There's definitely been some episodes where all of us have had some pretty hard words. I just get the hardest ones for some reason. You do. I don't know how that happens, that you always get stuck with, like, the hardest to pronounce words. It's okay. We're attempting, and that's all that matters. Exactly. Wasn't there an episode, Leah, that you had, like, a paragraph, and it was all, like, French and German, and, like, you had, like, it was just a ridiculous, crazy 
paragraph that you had to read yeah. and we and we eventually just said just no don't even put it in just don't attempt I think it that's or... like almost every episode that <laughs> somehow ends up having to read like latin or something so yeah. leo oh. tell us as the resident expert what are atmospheric beasts so as we take off into this adventure Ooh. <laughs> atmospheric beasts are the strangest of the flying monsters from ufology cryptozoology and astrobiology wow okay there you go big words yeah, three I'm big ones well. right out the gate. Doing... <laughs> according to eyewitness reports these beings are apparently living creatures but they break all the usual rules that the biologists apply to living organisms. They appear to be able to levitate without any need for wings, as well as their bodies are even depicted on a semi-solid, often partially invisible state. Yeah, so basically I feel like, at least what I took away from that, which Chris, you can also feel free to elaborate, is I feel like these aren't your typical birds. This isn't a pigeon. These are things like up in the clouds that are like vibing floating they probably is like a cloud uh, it kinda, probably you know when I you look under like shocked. a microscope and you see mm -hmm. like a long germ or something like that like yeah. a like a microscopic bug or something like yeah. that yeah i have to look back at the picture i'm pretty sure that's what it looks like yeah um, i think a lot of them just look like that and they're yeah. all like weird float like so i feel like which Going back to Chris's episode, we'll have to see how we uh, uh, toss to every single episode. His Aliens episode, I feel like there's probably some crossover between that, because even like you said with the UFOlogy or UFOlogy, about how it's like unidentified flying objects in essence, but then mm -hmm. they people have seen them and claimed them, as opposed to being like, oh, that's a flying ship. People are like, oh, that's a beast in the sky, or like some sort of a flying... I don't even want to say what the buzzwords are that the names of these creatures are, but you get what I'm saying. We'll, re we'll revisit it. <laughs> Atmospheric jellyfish are flying jellyfish that have been sighted floating in the atmosphere. Atmospheric jellyfish are a type of UFO as well. This unexplained phenomena has been sighted by hundreds of people across the globe, including top meteorological scientists, military bases, and cities. These sightings promoted speculation on what the creatures really were. According to NASA, these creatures may be the result of space debris reflecting off the northern light. That's really? pretty cool. That is cool. That is cool. I I don't know. When was the last time you guys went to like a uh, aquarium or a zoo or a nature museum, wherever they have jellyfish? When was the last time you guys were in like in an Alaska? I like oh. touched a jellyfish. Oh, what about you, Chris? I uh, I went swimming in the ocean a couple of years ago, and it was there was a big infestation of lion's mane jellyfish where I was swimming. So like Ooh. you would get in the water, and you would look, and in like a square, like a square area, mm -hmm. there was like five jellyfish in each like square yard. There was like five yeah. jellyfish just chilling. So they like you're pretty. constantly just dodging. Well, they look pretty, but their but stingers sting. are like yeah, when they're in the wild. Yeah, their yeah. stingers are like ten feet long sometimes. Like I, you would get sting, you get stung, and you wouldn't even know where it was coming from. Oh, yeah. I went to an aquarium a few weeks ago, which was the first time that I've been to an aquarium in like years. And there was a bunch of jellyfish there, and like they were dope as heck. Jellyfish are cool when you can touch them. They feel 
like they feel jelly jelly jello yeah it also they don't i'm not to go off on a tangent talking about jellyfish they don't make sense what are they no how are they're they not jelly they're not a they're, fish yeah like what are they i don't get it pick a lane jellyfish hot take they sound like a cryptid. They they literally sound like a cryptid. I'm sure that they were. Like, oh, there's a floating thing made of jelly that stings you. It's venomous. It's a venomous cryptid. In the ocean. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, so tell us about atmospheric jellyfish. So there have been sightings of these atmospheric jellyfish. Since the mid-20th century, these mysterious creatures have been sighted numerous times and have gained substantial recognition from the media and scientific community alike. I hope you guys like my text tone. It is one of the few UFO phenomena to be recognized and researched by the scientific community while additionally still filing the headlines of newspapers. Some of the most notable examples include the Dutch flying jellyfish. The Dutch flying jellyfish is an atmospheric jellyfish sighted in the Netherlands by Harry Purton. Harry Purton ventured out after a storm to take photos for his blog after he saw beautiful skies from his window. He was not expecting to capture pictures of something unusual, but he was surprised upon checking his camera when he got home. He saw a jellyfish UFO. What I do think is interesting about the atmospheric jellyfish is how I feel like whenever people talk about UFOs, it's a very specific thing where it's like a disc or some sort of solid shape. But the fact that I assume people see something that's more like reminiscent of a jellyfish and that's why it's not necessarily saying, oh, that's a straight up UFO. It's like there's something different about it, whether it's kind of got like the little tails type of uh following it or whether it's like uh like a blob kind of moving through the sky but i just find it very interesting how it's the difference between just saying oh it's a jelly atmospheric jellyfish versus just saying oh it's some sort of ufo like it could be a ship or something does that make sense yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. that does make sense i'd say mm-hmm. so which is why I assume that they've been able to say like, oh, there have been hundreds of sightings from like China to Norway of like people making different claims. Because I mean, UFO sightings, I'm sure there have been well over hundreds of UFO sightings, but I'm sure. I've kind of seen a UFO in, unne- what is it, a unidentified flying object? Yeah. 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 I've seen it, even though people can be like, you're whack. No, I've, I've seen one. Well, I mean, everyone's seen one. It's just unidentified flying object it could be a exactly. weather balloon it could be an atmospheric jellyfish it could be davy jones's locker you know it could be whatever. that's why it's unidentified yeah yeah that's true so the next sighting is Xingxian flying jellyfish the Xingxian flying jellyfish is an atmospheric jellyfish sighted by a chinese air force pilot and 140 ground officials on monday October 19th, 1998, in Xinxian, China. So, shout out to 1998. There we go. 1998 in China? By the way, yeah. <laughs> By Big the way, out. I did just look up how to pronounce that. I was just going to say you nailed that pronunciation. Uh, yeah, I thought you were going to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to say it again. So. Yeah. so, an Air Force pilot saw something, the same thing. 
and 140 ground officials like that everyone was like oh that's something see this is my thing though so they always say that they always tell you that they always say oh it's just a weather balloon oh it's just light from the aurora being bounced off a space satellite oh it's it's never aliens it's never jellyfish they know they know what it is they're just hiding it from us they don't want us to know because we're not ready for it yet we're not ready for it yet I don't. Will we ever be ready? I think we're as ready as we would ever be. However, you're right. I don't know if we'll ever be ready. Now, this is my theory. All the politicians and all the elite, they're not reptiles. They're atmospheric jellyfish. Well, I, I'm super into atmospheric jellyfish so far, I am too. but I'm excited to hear other examples. They look really dope, and I would definitely touch one if I could, but also it better not sting. Hi. Yeah, I get what they're saying about the light reflections. We'll we'll put some pics on the we'll put some pics on the gram at the Strange World Podcast on Instagram uh, when this episode comes out. So check it out for all of these uh, cryptids. Anyway, yeah. what yeah. else we got? Anyways, the next one is air rods called flying rods, and sometimes referred to as skyfish, are something like crop circles. In that even skeptics acknowledge their existence. The only question is what they really are. Air rods have never been seen live with the naked eye, but are picked up by cameras and cell phones all over the world. Interesting. Interesting. So, what do they look like? Well, close study of air rod films revealed a number of very interesting features as these rods zoomed out. They displayed all the features of three-dimensional objects. In other words, they were not two-dimensional blotches on the camera lens or on the film itself, but something out there in the environment that was actually being filmed by accident. Careful measurements show that most rods were between 4 inches and 3 feet long, so that's that's pretty big uh, difference right there. Oh, wait. That's... Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Wait. Like, now that I'm actually trying to think about that, that... People were saying that there were air. I wonder if that's from a distance that it looks like, you know, like if you like if I went like held my fingers like four inches apart and looked up that in theory, something in the sky would probably be huge. I don't know if it's necessarily that way of measurement. But they said they said careful measurements, though. So they must like know where it is. And based on like how far away it is, based on how far away it is and stuff and perspective. And Mm. it says careful measurements. So they're not, like, I would not say your fingers up to the sky is a careful measurement. These rods seem to act in intelligent ways. Sometimes several rods follow each other and seem to play with each other in the manner that butterflies might play. Rods sometimes even follow people. They never went through any other objects as they always went around them, even when this meant deviating from the path they had been on before. This seemed to indicate that they could not pass through solid objects and that they might be alive. Interesting. I feel like this is the type of thing where, like, like a ship or something, like what you're, like, I mean, they're saying it's like a 3D thing, something that spins and that you can tell that it is three-dimensional, which I think is a very interesting clarification because I'm sure there were plenty of people who were very skeptical of this. But it's kind of like, you ever, like, like uh either close your eyes and like see stuff on your eyes or like feel like you can see stuff like going across your eyes yeah you ever see that yeah i feel mm. like this is like that 
seems like it. Like a floater? Like an eye floater? Yeah. Yeah, like an eye floater. I thought it might be a cloud. Well, why don't we move on a little bit so we learn just a little bit more about them? Okay. Yeah. Are they living creatures, alien probes, or some sort of 3D electromagnetic smudge? Two believers in cryptozoology-based theory of aerods. Aerods are probably living creatures, and they are possibly related to other stories of atmospheric beasts. However, there are significantly more outlandish theories that claim that aerods might not be made of matter, that aerods are made of electromagnetic fluxes or some sort of other form of energy, that aerods are made of some undiscovered fifth phase of matter other than mm. solid gas liquid or plasma and that air rods could have evolved from the organisms that are native to clouds so about air rods i'm sorry guys i have some bad news what's that? at first glance air rods seem bizarre otherworldly or even terrifying the most studied air rod film show air rods swooping within a dozen feet of the camera coming close to the ground and going between objects with near by trees and bushes visible behind the air rods. However, more careful investigation reveals that they are a hoax and that air rods are the result of fast-moving flying creatures moving about in the camera's field of vision. They appear when a creature, typically an insect, although occasionally birds or bats, move quickly in interlaced video. So, I'm really sorry, guys. But, like, I, I looked up an air rod. And yeah. they don't look like that, though. What do you mean? Like, they don't look like a bug flew in front of the, the camera. Like, they look oh. like a like a rod. Yeah, it's, uh, again, I think, to me, the most interesting part about this is how this cryptid's much more based on, like, optics and how uh, it is in, um like how they're captured in photography and videography as opposed to just like encounters because then people are being like look at this picture it exists and then people are like no your picture's wrong i apologize for the, for the bad news guys oh that wow. is not real i'll still think that they're Did real. that not sound good uh, that was yeah. very genuine are you okay are you oh my okay? god oh my god no no it was real Aerods are so, they're so real. Oh my God. You know what, Kevin? You know what, Kevin? They're real to me. They're real to all. Guys, if we believe hard enough, Aerods will be real. Everybody believe. They're real to me. Guys, if we all close our eyes and believe really hard. uh, I think I just pooped a little. Anyway, I was focusing too hard. Anyway, the last cryptid is pretty dope, and I'm excited to talk about this one, and that is Sky Serpents. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. This is what I was waiting for. This is what I thought of when you said atmospheric beast. I'm like, sounds like a sky serpent. So what are sky serpents? So sky serpents are snakes or elongated serpentine dragons that appear to float or fly in the air. They are not the same as ordinary flying dragons because they manage to fly without wings. Some serpents are seen to have different colors and textures than other sky serpents, which are sighted all around the world. This is dope. I'm super into these. I think that I, before we did this episode and I was seeing what 
you were talking about. I was getting Arods and Sky Serpents kind of confused because I thought that Arods were like huge, but it's interesting how they are two different things because then the Arods are like smaller that they can be like less than a foot long and they're like flying closer uh, versus Sky Serpents are like huge dragons or snakes in the sky, <laughs> but like faint and like just like zooming through the sky with no wings. Some sky serpents look very much like ordinary snakes, except that they are huge and in the wrong place. Other sky serpents have some dragon features, including the ability to breathe fire or lightning. That's dope as heck. Um, these are for sure real. Do you guys think you've ever seen a sky serpent? Nah. I don't think I, I have, Gavin. I would like to. I don't think I, I have, but I would you totally... You just said they're real, though. You were asking if we've seen them. Yeah, just because they're real. Like, does it, I don't have to have seen them to believe that they're real. I haven't seen Santa, but I know that he's real. There was that Christmas movie that was like, have you seen a million dollars? Yeah. Well, do you believe in it? Yeah. No, it's like, have you seen a million dollars? No. For you to believe it? Yeah. There's the same thing. And I then they were like, people. Santa's a million bucks. And then they said sky serpents are real. But yeah, I think that's exactly how that Hallmark movie you were just talking about went. They were asking a little kid on the side of the street, is Santa going to bring me a present? And they said, no, but the sky serpent who's blowing fire and lightning in the sky is going to torch you. So you don't, you shouldn't be worrying about presents. You're not going to make it to Christmas. Do you think, and this is a real question. Do you no, think? No, I don't think at all. Have you heard what I say? I do not think. Do you think that when you see lightning and there's no thunder, that that's a sky serpent in the sky? Did we see cloud to cloud lightning? That's an interesting thought. Um, yes. Now, have you ever seen fire in the sky? Do you think that's a plane that malfunctioned, or do you think it's a sky serpent? It could be. I'd a like plane to think that's it's like crashing and falling down. I like. Yeah, like Leah thinks it's a plane, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's a sky serpent. I think it's the big sky serpent in the sky who's going to bring us Christmas gifts this yes. year. Hopefully they don't hurt. However, there are explanations that some sky serpents are so... What? There's explanations? You're telling me that is... What? I'm oh. sorry. Party pooper. All right. Oh, I have yeah. the explanations. There are some explanations that sky serpents are so strange that if they are real at all, it is hard to imagine how they might be natural animals. Unless they are really atmospheric beasts, or perhaps UFOs, that are somehow disguised as living creatures, it would seem that sky serpents must be relegated to the realm of supernatural. Therefore, not many cryptozoologists are interested in them. When scientists working in the field of cryptozoology do become interested, they usually decide that these creatures must have wings if they are able to fly, and then decide that they are really dealing with giant bats or something similar. I think that's kind of a cop-out to be like, you know yeah. what, they probably have wings, so they're probably just something else. And then they just stick them in the category of something else. I love how neither sky serpents have wings and neither are they bats. And cryptozoologists are probably like, oh, you saw a sky serpent? It doesn't have wings? It Did it have wings? No. Did it look like a bat? No. It was probably a giant bat. No. Cryptozoologist man. 
I saw a sky serpent, and I believe I saw a sky serpent. One hundred percent. Well, it does make sense though, right? Because they are really strange. Like just the feeling of flying snakes in the sky is very strange, and you do see them a lot in like supernatural mythology, and you yeah. know, I think the Asian Asian culture has dragons, and I think those dragons yeah, I that, yeah. look like the sky serpents that we're talking about, and um, and they they do seem more supernatural than mm-hmm. real, which I, I can see where they're coming from. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, out of the three uh, cryptids that I read, Gavin, which which one is your favorite? It's a tough choice. These are some pretty pretty dope uh, cryptids. I think I'm going to have to go with atmospheric jellyfish, though, because they sound dope. They're different. They're not trying to be like everyone else. They are possibly squishy, but also possibly just squishy flying UFOs. And I really like that for them. So I'm going to go with atmospheric jellyfish. I like that for you. I like that for you. Chris, what about you? Um, I'm a really big fan. I was going to say atmospheric jellyfish, but Gavin stole that from me. But I'm still going to say, I would say atmospheric jellyfish are definitely my number one because they do seem squishy, but they also seem like they could be fluffy. And I like squishy, fluffy things. Um, the next thing, if I was going to choose another one, though, I do really like the sky serpents because they're kind of cool. Can you imagine if those were real? And like, can you imagine if any of these things were real? Like, can you imagine like that wouldn't be good if it was real? If the no, but like, I think there'd be chaos. Can you yeah. imagine how different our life would be if it was just like common knowledge that sky serpents existed? Have you seen like the Jurassic World movies? Because <laughs> I think that even movies like those have proven that maybe we shouldn't have giant crazy prehistoric creatures maybe it wouldn't be good for our lives no but they had like six parks didn't they or they had at least like five parks did you see the newest movie at some point they're gonna get it right gavin they just have Boiler to keep alert. doing it it didn't work out <laughs> it's never gonna work out leah what about you out of the three ones that you brought in would you like um i like the jellyfish and i think honestly the atmospheric beasts are kind of cool because it seemed like it Really does have a lot of sightings, so I'd have to go with those. Yeah. yeah dope so. stuff. Dope Dopey stuff. Dope. I like it. So thank you all for listening to my Cryptids of Atmospheric Beasts. And uh, You're welcome, Leah. Yeah, another banger. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So there we go. For this strange world, I'm Leah. I'm Gavin. Am I I'm, second? I think I'm second. I'm Chris. I'm Chris. Oh, I thought I was going second. Stay strange. No, I think you were delayed enough that you were still last. Bye. Bye. Well, hello, friends. If you've made it this far in our podcast, then you're probably wondering where we got our sources from. Are you trying to make me fall asleep right now? And if you've listened to the other five episodes... You know exactly where we got our sources from. But if you haven't listened to our episodes, first of all, what are you doing? Oh, we forgot to do that in the beginning. And second of all, Leah, tell us where you got these sources from. So yeah, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, get with the times. However, however, like Gavin and Chris and I have said, everything is from Cryptid Wiki, and then just kind of look up the name of the cryptid. So... That would be Sky Serpents, 
atmospheric jellyfish and atmospheric beasts. So enjoy. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Check it out. Um oh I have the next uh episode. Yeah, what, what's your little foreshadow, Gavin? I really should have thought of beforehand. Oh, when it's my last episode of the main season, because Rachel only doing three. Um that's a good question. Um yeah, you gotta have good reflexes? I don't know. This is a hard one. That's okay. Can you guys think of any? Well, you have at least nine chances to get it right, Gavin. Oh, mm-hmm. that's good. Don't Many mess up on your eighth or ninth one, because then, uh, then it's the last one. Yeah, not the best. Not I don't bad. think I've won this round, but you know what? I'll keep. I'm gonna land on my feet next time. Hey, hey that's a little something. All right, a little something. Well, uh, what's wrong, Gavin? Gavin? Does this have your tongue? Why can't you spit uh, it out? Uh, uh, what is the it's cryptid the of your tongue? You have a little hairball in your throat, Gavin, like I do. Oh my god, you guys are cranking out already better things than <laughs> I can go about. We're just gonna end it. Bye. 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 This podcast was produced by Gavin Berger, Leah Ettinger, and Chris Ash. Our theme song is by DJ Kai Song, and our logo is designed by Michael Zilvetti. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and check out more episodes of This Strange World available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at This Strange World Podcast and on Twitter at This Strange Pod. If you have any other ideas for future episodes, let us know. You can DM us on our social medias or email hello at thisstrangeworldpodcast.com.